China on my mind. Yes, I've got China on my mind because I'm going to demystifying the Chinese opportunity for ambitious Irish customers. No, ambitious Irish companies. I'm on my way. I'm stopped at a traffic light. I, if I get there before nine o'clock, I will get some breakfast. It's uh, all going to be run by the Ireland-China Business Association. A Sino-Irish seminar focused on educating and inspiring ambitious Irish companies on the business opportunities that are presented by the Chinese market. Now it's not that I'm intending to open an office in Shenzhen or Beijing or anywhere else. No, I'm going to stay in Cork. My business is not going to move to China. I'm not going to outsource my operations. Neither am I going to pivot and do something totally different, connect with the Chinese. But I do like to keep up to date with what's going on. And when we get an opportunity like this in Cork to hear some good thinking about the topic, and we're going to hear the chairperson of Ireland-China Business Susan Barrett. She's going to open it, and then the Deputy Lord Mayor of Cork, Fergal Dennehy, is going to say something. Susie Horgan, from a PR company, is going to introduce the speakers. So I guess she's going to be the MC for the day. Now, who's going to speak? Because this will be interesting. The Head of People Development at SOSV, another acronym, haven't a clue who they are, Alan Clayton. What's it really like working with over 200 startups from over 50 countries inside the Great Firewall? Joe Parrish, the CEO of Remote Signals, is going to talk about designed in Cork, made in China. Interestingly enough about that, Liam Casey is one is maybe the most successful Cork business person has a massive operation in Shenzhen and I think his company manufactures a, something that goes into the iPhone. Marion Kinsella, head of business development at Transfer Mate Global Payments, well we know what that's about. Irish fintech assisting business trading with China. Donald Cahillan, known as DC, founder and the CEO of Republic at Work, is, and who's recently just back from China, is going to talk about, well, his theme is gr growing global, the challenges and opportunities for Irish business in China and beyond. And then there's Aidan Murphy from the Bank of Ireland, Global Markets, Trade with China, Bank of Ireland Supports and Insights. Catherine Glenville-White, Manager of Finnair Ireland, Fly the Shortcut to Asia. And the audience will get a chance to ask questions in person or through Twitter. 
using hashtag IrelandChina17. So if any of you have got a question, you could use that hashtag. That would be, uh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Whatever I said that hashtag was, I've just changed back the screen. And I'm in very slow-moving traffic. Plainly, I'm going to get no breakfast. Breakfast was the from half past eight until nine o'clock was the networking time. Now I'm saying to myself, I wonder if any of you would be interested in hearing audio of what any of those speakers have to say. But I guess by the time you hear this, you won't be able to respond. But if you do want to respond in time, give me a shout. I might record something anyway. I learned quite a bit about China today. I'm just coming out of the seminar that was called In the Republic of Work. And several of the speakers reinforced the idea that the most important thing for doing business with Chinese people is the relationship and by that I mean that it's essential that they like you in order to do business with you they won't do business with you unless they like you and they want to know about you not um, simply to know about your business and what service you can provide them with or what service you want them to provide with you they want you almost like literally and metaphorically to drink tea with them and to have long dinners four and five course dinners uh, after the business agreement has been made and because of the difficulty, albeit impossibility, to sue anybody in China for non-performance of a contract, that you're in the position when you're out there, you, the only way you have of ensuring a long-term relationship with the Chinese business is for them to continue to like you because essentially they have the the ability to cancel a contract at, at will and uh, one of the speakers was going to visit an organization and made an appointment to go the next day and they arrived at the business and found nobody there nobody at all and apparently the day before, uh, somebody, some worker at the business um, had been offended by the way in which they were spoken to by somebody in a management position in the company. And all of the workers just uh, decided they weren't working there anymore. So the entire um, staff of the company walked out. And it wasn't like a strike, is the impression I had. It was just the end of all employees. So this uh, situation is 
was described this morning as a very much a relationship-based economy. And one of the speakers said, well, it's a bit like that in Ireland. And that is that point had gone past my mind too. That okay, there'd be much more legal compliance in Ireland if, uh, in other words, you'd be tied into a contract even if you didn't like the people, but you wouldn't get to make a business contract unless the people like you. Now that's probably too probably a much more profoundly done in China than it is in Ireland but you can get lots of things done in Ireland if you have good quality relationships with the right uh, people and uh, sticking to formal rules and regulations doesn't often work in Ireland or hoping that you can get what you want because people are governed by standards and relationships probably isn't uh, a wise thing to do. It is, of course, uh, you could say very unfair. This would be, I think, the British approach to this, that it would be not right and would be unfair to um, have to continuously get around regulations and even breach them and be able to breach them on the basis of a good relationship with the right people. But that key point about China, I've heard before but never said as clearly as it was this morning at the Ireland-China meeting. Oh, I wonder, do I like anything more than going first of all to a, an interesting, useful business seminar? about China and Ireland and especially Cork's connection with with Ireland and then going from there to the Dluxman Art Gallery in Cork. The Dluxman Art Gallery I haven't been in for ages but it would be the closest thing to the Dluxman um, other Dluxmans and um, so I saw some artwork there and I had uh, lunch, I had uh, chicken uh, curry and a pot of tea and I went to the art gallery because um, my ex, I suppose you'd call it, my ex-sister-in-law and a good friend of hers and another friend of theirs um, we are in Cork and we met, not by accident, we met by design. <laughs> Just to make it even more interesting, it turns out that the three uh, women were active in CND, Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament, in London in the 1960s and that one of the women uh, spoke in public on at, at mass demonstrations alongside Michael Foote who subsequently went on to become 
all sorts of things, but including leader of the the Labour Party in Britain, a left-wing radical, and regarded as perhaps one of, well, certainly regarded as one of the finest orators of his generation. But it was just uh, wonderful to meet the three of them, kind of to be a bit nostalgic about the UK, where I lived for 30 years. And I said at the end of it, I said, I, said, I can't think of a negative thing about my experience in the UK. And I thought, wow, there must have been some, but I can't. I don't remember them. And that was 30 years. So that, that was uh, a lovely lunch. And uh, I now setting off back, walking along pavement here, or along the yeah footpath to the Riverlee Hotel, where I'll plunk myself down, open up my computer, and do some work. So this is shaping up to be you know, a very good day. And um, I'm not really very disappointed that the radio show that I was due to be um, recording with a man from Toastmasters, it's a Toastmasters radio show, and we, we're not recording today, not quite sure why, well I don't know why, just told that he wasn't available, and uh, so here we go, so it's... Very pleasant day. It began this morning at quarter past six or ten past six when my daughter woke me to take her up to the riding stable. Okay, so I hope you're having at least as good a day as I feel I'm having. And uh, ideally even better. And uh, cheerio from the streets of Cork.